There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Aloha, which means hello and goodbye. I guess in this case, hello. We are back. Back and better than ever. Steve Versnick, we had some vacation, so we took some vacation. Who dis? Yeah, this thing's on, man. We are we are back, and and listen, not for nothing. We provided first class entertainment as we always do on Sports Day Tampa Bay, and our thanks to Neil Solons, to the lovely Sarah Walsh, to Bob Herrig, which by the way, the Open Championships are starting soon, uh, and also Eduardo Encina. A great programming that uh, I'm sure you guys missed us, but we are live and local, as they say. Um, some of us more jet lagged than others, I would imagine. Although <laughs> you're climbing off a plane, here's what you never want to hear when you're about to take about an eight and a half hour flight, as I was from uh, uh, from Hawaii to Atlanta to connect. Is um, yeah, we're going to go back to the gate. Um, there's a little indicator light on our brakes. I, we think everything's working fine, but it's just going to take a little while longer, and that little while longer becomes two hours. And and you haven't moved, but you can't get off the plane because they don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, so don't take everyone off. Then it's going to take us another hour to get them back on and so on. So we sat there and it wasn't, it was okay because I'm like, I just turn on a movie. But then I realized I've spent two hours in a seat and I've got nine hours to go in the same seat. That's not comfortable. It's not good. I saw a headline so, that there were passengers passing out really on, on flights in the Southwest. From the heat, you the mean? heat, yeah, they're sitting, yeah. In, you know, for delays or whatever else, and they're on the planes, and I could see how that could happen. Yeah, that I didn't could. read the article, but I, I did see a headline of that. So, yeah, I mean, it is brutally hot now. Fortunately for us, um, where we were, even though you know Hawaii is not cold, for the, nobody goes there for that, but it, it was it was an incredible weather, some of the best weather we've ever had. We went a later than usual, but it was like eighty four during the day. Even kind of mid to low 70s in the mornings, which is great. Not as much humidity. Of course, the trade winds are blowing. Could not have had more spectacular weather even for Hawaii at that time. And then as we were leaving, as we're doing this podcast tonight um, for uh, tomorrow morning, the uh, I believe a tropical storm is going to hit this. Yes. is hitting the island as we speak. So we get out of there in time. But, um, yeah, it, you know, it was... It was uh, a lot of things happen. I mean, this is the thing. You know, where I was is six-hour time difference, which is great because I don't really care what's going on. And then I, I check, and I'm always surprised. But um, I tried to follow the All-Star game, the home run hitting contest we can talk about. Um, Ray's not playing all that well, to be honest with you, um, as they lose again in Texas. but Struggling on the road as they have all year. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because they're so good at home or have been mm-hmm. so good at home, you'd expect them to be – I don't know, a little better than 500 when you have the kind of record they've had. But they're they're clinging, and I do mean clinging to this, like, one-game lead. But um, let's go back to the All-Star game because I thought, I thought this was really – if you're a Rays fan, it was a really pretty cool representation, and, and we can get to the snubs, the literal snubs on game day. But, yeah, nice, um, nice job there, Fox. Phew, man. Yeah, well, that – 
I mean, we'll talk about it now, but I mean, before we get to home and derby, I mean, they, 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 what did they do? They botched the announcements of two all stars from the race. Well, because they went alphabetical order of teams, Seattle's before Tampa Bay. Gotcha. So they announced the Seattle players, uh-huh. and they stay on the Seattle players this and totally miss Wander and, and McClanahan. That's terrible. So the network never never yeah. put those guys on camera. And these are like basically. for the backups. I mean, you know, Rosarina and Yandi were announced as starters. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate. I mean, it's an easy fix. The home team goes last, no matter the alphabetical order. It's not hard. Yeah, who cares? It's not hard. Right. Who cares? It's just how it's done everywhere. Right. You, yeah. You want the home team the crowd to get the that's the, perfect. They go last. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, what do I'm I? I'm sure. Sure, that didn't go over well, but um, but as far as the All Star game and the home, let's go to the home home run hitting contest. Uh, Randy flexed some muscle, some serious muscle. You know, I thought he would do well, just because he, he sort of has that perfect sort of lift to his swing, and you know he can hit it to all fields, which you have to do. Um, and he's young enough to where the stamina should have should have been on his side, and I think it was early on. What did he? How many home runs did he hit that one round? Thirty five. 35 is it that you said that was the second most uh that was no his total okay. what 85 home runs in the three rounds was the second most ever just to vladdy's uh four years ago he i think he had 91 oh my god that think about that 85 bomb bombs just yeah you know yeah the 35 in the round i mean julio rodriguez hit 41 in the same derby in the first right, round right yeah, Randy hit thirty five in the second round. I think it was the fourth or fifth most ever. I'm trying to recall back, but pretty good showing. Thought he was going to win it. What do you have? He had to hit five in thirty seconds. Yeah, or so he like got to the the last thirty seconds, and he needed what four to tie, five to win, mm. and he hit two. He was just gassed. Yeah, I think so. Like he Long was hitting out. them fly balls, but they were just short. He was gassed. Right. Well, you know, you you kind of you're concerned that, that something like that. Everybody says, you know, oh, it might screw up their swing. Mm-hmm. He's actually swung the bat pretty well since he came off the. Yeah, break. absolutely has. Yes. Yeah, hit you, a, you do worry bomb. about that a little bit. That yeah. I, I, to be honest, I it may have affected him a little bit going into the All Star game because he started mm-hmm. striking out more. And he was taking batting practice and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know if he yeah. was swinging for the fences a little bit or swinging a little harder. Right, you know, which when you the harder you swing, the more likely you strike out. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, since the All Star break, he's been he's been fine. Well, and he had uh, one of the two great catches during that game as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, Yandy Diaz. Nobody had a better couple of days than Yandy <laughs> Diaz. Man, um, first of all, he he uh, plays in his first All Star game, gets his first hit, but not just any. He hits a home run, right? And then and then. Uh, they were going to induce his wife, I thought, before the game. And yeah, then, then he waited. was going to fly to the game and then fly back. But instead, yeah. they pushed that back till the yeah. day after the game. Yeah, which I'm sure everybody enjoyed. But um, but he made it back and then had uh, Yandi Jr., uh, who is adorable, by the way. So mm-hmm. I'm watching um, I'm watching the broadcast a couple days ago, and Trisha Whitaker you know, is talking. She's got the photo of the baby, and she says – she gets the weight and the length wrong, like backwards. This <laughs> is twenty pounds, nine and a half inch or whatever it was, and and everybody lit up the the Twitter uh, machine uh, and like, wait a minute, is this woman alive? Is she okay? And at first, 
Like there was a moment there when I went, yeah, well, you know, he's a big guy. And I went, wait a minute, 20 pounds. <laughs> like, okay, even for Yandi. Um, but she she inverted those numbers, obviously. Uh, and uh, I, I think the kid's adorable, but I, I was like, the only measurement that matters is what is his biceps because <laughs> he's got to have some meat hooks on those shoulders, and he, and he does. Um, but yeah, so that what a what a great week for him. By the way, and, since uh, we since we were gone, are we still using Twitter or, or are we doing something else now? It keeps changing. I don't know. Did you start us an account on what was that other one called? Uh, we do. We do have uh, at Sports Day TV on on Threads as well. So on Threads, that's yeah. it. Threads. Yeah, I got to remember to. to I don't. We don't call it a tweet. I got. I, I got to remember to thread every day. Yes, you got to thread thread the uh, the podcast, um, and of course it's wherever your podcast may be found. It's also on Twitter. You always link it there and TampaBay.com and all of that. Um, but yeah, uh, so I so the All Star Game was was fun. It was interesting, and then the National League won, um, which they hadn't done in, in quite some time. It's weird because. So I go to Hawaii and I'm thinking this is perfect. So I'll get up from the pool with the kids and the slides and all that. Probably about three thirty four. I'll be able to watch this All Star game, you know. And I go into my Disney hotel and I click on. They got everything right. And clicking around, and I go to ESPN. And wouldn't you know it that that was was it on ESPN? I believe or was it on uh, the All Star game was on Fox. The home on run derby. There you go. I went to Fox because I was looking for the game. So I go to Fox, and wouldn't you know that the cable provider uh, or the streaming provider, whatever it was, in in that particular city uh, of Oahu, in Oahu, they were in some kind of contract dispute. <laughs> and so I couldn't oh. watch the game. I was like, what? What? It's, and it runs the, the, the you know, the, the, the message that just keeps recurring. Mm-hmm. Call your number. At blah, blah, blah. Currently, we're in a dispute with Fox. That, you know, I'm like, ugh, really, of all nights. So we went ahead and just enjoyed Hawaii anyway. But yeah, it was um, it was a good showing for all the Rays, really. Uh, and then you know Shane McClanahan was there; he didn't play, obviously. You're worried about kind of okay, what, how is he going to come back? And he started the game the other night in Texas. I'll tell you, that's as good as I've seen him throw. And yet he's still prone to the long ball. Although the pitch the guy hit was ridiculous, right? Like he made a good pitch, and the guy just beat him. I don't know how he did it. But it was down and away, and and the only thing he gave up was the two run bomb, and they and they lose uh, that game uh, horrifically. Kind of when Pete Fairbanks yanks a uh, a pitch with a runner on third in the bottom of the ninth, and a wild pitch and run scores. By the way, Pete Fairbanks, and, and this became a thing. I don't know if you heard, if you were out of town, um, but after the game, like Fairbanks was interviewed, and you know he can be pretty mercurial at times. When, you know his eyes are still on fire after a game like that and so he's interviewed and and i think it was trisha mark and they were both kind of throwing questions at him can't remember which one um but they mentioned uh you know about you know the wild pitch and whatever and he was like yeah you know i'm doing and i'm paraphrasing here but yeah i'm doing better you know than the guy that sent me uh, on twitter that i should drink some bleach and i'm thinking like it, it couldn't have been more than I don't know when they get in the clubhouse. Was it 10, 15 minutes after the game? Probably Something not like even that. that long, usually. Yeah, like sometimes faster than that. And the first guy you go to is 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 the pitcher, generally, um, if he's had some you know deciding moment like that. Um, and I'm thinking, okay, so somebody either told you about that. I, I don't know if you mentioned his wife, but somebody either texted him that or you looking at him. What are you doing on social media, man? <laughs> Come on, you know? Don't pay attention to these clowns. It's one guy or one girl or whoever it was. I really don't know and don't care. It's 
a horrible thing to say, but by the same token, like don't make that, you know, don't let that ruin your night. Your night's already ruined. Just concentrate on the fact that, you know, it was a tough way to lose and you yanked a hundred mile an hour pitch away from your catcher. So, but that was, um, that was a tough loss. And then, and then, you know, they, they're kind of in a two to one game and then all of a sudden it separates and, um, Randy and, 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 uh, Brandon Lau went deep. Is how long had it been since Brandon Lau hit a home run? You said uh, last day of May, I believe. Wow, last day of May. Of course, he's been injured, um, but it was good to see him at least get a hold of one. But they still lose five to three. Well, your hope is, and generally with him, he doesn't just hit one. No, that's true. Like he hits him in bunches. So if he hit yeah. one tonight, you're hoping tomorrow, or today in Texas, or this series against Baltimore this weekend, which is a huge series now. Yeah, it is. You know that he gets toasty, right? Yeah, and he starts to carry. Uh, and, and if he's feeling good, I think he will. But um, but the Rays, I mean, for all they've done, okay, and, you know, 14 straight wins, whatever it was, um, you know, first team to 50, first team to 60 in the American League, for all they've done, they are one game, one game in first place in the American League East, which is a still an incredible division with a bunch of teams with winning records. Having said that, though. The last place team is five games above 500. Yeah. That's the Yankees, right? That's correct. Yeah, and so it's it's been that kind of division that's dominated all other divisions in the American League. However, of all seasons to to have that kind of record and still only have a one game lead with with you know the afternoon game today. All right, if they if they beat Texas, they have a five hundred road trip, right? Because they won two out of three in mm-hmm. Kansas City. Um, but then you come home against the Orioles for four games. Those four games are going to tell the tale. A, a lot of this, what's going to happen this, in, in the rest of the season because, you know, and the Orioles have been struggling themselves or they would already be in first place. You know, they've lost a couple in a row now to the Dodgers. Well, two, I mean, uh, they had they had won, what, eight in a row before then. They had won eight in a row, yeah. yeah. They were hot. Um, so, but at least... I mean, they've caught, up, they've caught up five games in the last ten games. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The race. But the Rays didn't play that great, so, mm-hmm. you know, they allowed that to happen. But, you know, to be in a... To be in a dogfight for the division race after the kind of start that they've had, and really not, not even that horrible since the All Star break, but just you know, just can't get the consistency. And and you made this point we were talking before the podcast is the bats. You know where have they gone? It's man, not it's the just, pitching that's been the issue. No, which no, really as hasn't. much as we've talked about, they need more arms. They need mm-hmm. you know Bullpen. they're not they're not getting the timely outs at this point. But when it's two to one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're, you've got your offense has to score more than that. They do, they and, do, and it's been the offense that has, has hurt them of late. It's not the pitching. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes, like the other night, they they could jump out to a lead, two nothing lead, and they quit. You know, they 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 get to about the fourth inning, and you look up, and then fourteen guys have been retired. You know, in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, just these long lapses now, and you know when they were when they were rolling, and they have most of the season, they're moving the baseball, they're getting guys on, they're stealing a lot of bases, they're hitting some home runs. Uh it's just been tough. You know, it's like a it's like a team slump. And and that can happen. And it, you know, that's when I see them against really good teams like the Rangers who, you know, like I said, that's the best hitting team in baseball, period. Um and their pitching has actually held them in check. But when you see that, uh and then you think, okay, well guess who you're going to play in the postseason? The Rangers. Like when I see them against good teams and you see them struggle and not score runs, you're like, are they really going to go far in the playoffs? Like I, you know, and we're a long way from October, 
maybe not that long, but we're a long way from October in terms of knowing exactly what this team will look like then. Maybe they'll make some deals with bullpen or maybe another bat. I don't, I don't know, um, but it just it looks all too familiar, right? Struggling offense, pitching okay, probably better than okay, but can't score runs. Um, you just think, yeah, I don't, you know, uh, what's your what's your confidence level? But like I said, they, you know, just as easily, I suppose they could, you know, roll off ten out of the next twelve, and then you're like, oh, okay, everything's good now. So they got time, but they're in a little bit of a funk right now. All right, uh, let's take a minute here just to remind you guys how to save money on your electric bill. It's called May Electric Solar. They're a family-owned business. They've been operating and installing solar electric systems now in the area for 13 years. There's a lot of these companies out there that will knock on your door, but May Electric Solar is committed to you for the long term. They guarantee their workmanship with a 30-year labor and services warranty, plus with every installation. You get $750 worth of surge protection for all your appliances. That's what they call the May difference. If you visit their Hudson showroom, May Electric displays all their products to conduct on-site testing. You can see what they're going to install, plus they don't use subcontractors. So you know exactly who's doing the job. Those are all of Billy May's guys up there. Start saving today. Call the solar energy experts at May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862. Schedule free estimate. Lower your electric bill all year long. Preserve the quality of your appliances through every storm season. That's May Electric Solar at 727-819-2862 or visit mayelectricsolar.com. I'll get to the bucks here in just a second, um, but I wanted to mention uh, this was a little surprising to me only because I don't know how long these will be here. Uh, hopefully they're movable, but the, but the Rays are going to erect a couple of statues outside the trop, um, and uh, they're from two of their biggest moments, obviously. Um, Aki Iwamura, if you remember, he was the guy that gloved the final out uh, in 2000 and what was it, eight? Mm-hmm. I believe it was um, for the AL to win the AL uh, crown on a ground ball up the middle, and David Price is on the mound, and so they got a statue of him uh, making that play and stepping on second, and then Evan Longoria, of course, I remember game what was it uh, 162 uh, with the two home runs against the Yankees in that in that uh, classic moment with mm-hmm. his arms up, uh, and that will be the other statue outside, which is kind of cool. Um, I got I got to thinking like. So if the Bucks do a statue, and I've been saying this for a while, now you know at some point Tom Brady is going to go into the Patriots Ring of Honor this year, I think in the opener, if I'm not mistaken, uh, if he's not playing, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, but he's supposed to go in, into their Ring of Honor. There will be no Ring of Honor uh, inductees this year for the Bucks. They've released all their sort of specialty days, and there's no Ring of Honor because – they're having a day for Ronnie Barber, who's already in the ring, and he will be getting, in fact, his Hall of Fame ring presented to him uh, in a game against Philadelphia. So that's sort of uh, you know them honoring one of their former players. But um, in terms of like if the Bucks, you know, they could easily have a statue. And the only statue I can think of, there's a lot of players that are worthy. But if you're going to do something, like I want them to do something big and iconic and to me you got to have a scene of of brady tossing that suspended in midair um lombardi trophy across mm-hmm. what should be some cut in river <laughs> or body of water or some fountain or something uh to cameron braid on another boat like you got to do that like that has to be the statue 
That would be the most iconic. That'd be cool moment that you could represent there. I mean, yeah, celebrating a, a Super Bowl right in mm-hmm. a uniquely Tampa way. Uh, you know, maybe get Alex Kalorn on a jet ski, just throw him in there for no reason. Um, well, but I mean, yeah, you know that's what created the boat parades, and then the Bucks did the second one. Yeah, it is. We're Tom through that, but yeah, yeah. But that that should be what they do. But anyway, they're gonna yeah they're gonna honor these guys and the, those moments, I should say, at the Trop, which will be cool. Look forward to seeing that when it comes up. Yeah, that's gonna Speaking, be September twenty third. They're gonna unveil those statues. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. September twenty third. So, um, speaking of Brady, so Richard Sherman does a podcast. In fact, Richard Sherman, by the way, I saw where he was a uh, maybe a leading candidate to replace uh, Shannon Sharp to Why? go against Skip Bayless every day. Why? Well, cash lots of cash yeah i would imagine uh so he'll be spending a lot of time defending lebron and you know i don't know who's who's the other skips a iconic attacks i don't know who he goes mostly LeBron. I, I tried to not to pay attention to him. i understand but um so anyway richard is uh he's really good in, in terms of like just cutting it up and he has this podcast so he had antoine winfield jr on and this made a lot of headlines and i was i was first when i saw the headline like what we what <laughs> A little panic because like, am I still in the Brady business here? Um, Maybe. Yeah. Then I listened to the podcast, and basically, to paraphrase, Richard Sherman was leading the witnesses. They would say in in the court of law, um, he was like, "Hey, man, you know, like I gotta believe, you know, they're probably still checking in with Tom, right? Like they probably still." And then you know, Antoine is an easy witness because he'll go follow right where you want to take him. He goes, "Yeah, you know what, man? I bet they, you know, yeah, they're probably still keeping in contact with him. I mean, you know." Uh, and that's all it took. And all of a sudden it was headlines, Antoine Winfield Jr., Buck's still in contact with Tom Brady. I'm like, what? Um, or probably still in contact. I I will say this. We haven't started the season yet, and I don't think he's coming to Tampa per se, and, and I think his intention is not to play. I do believe that. But I also know he left all his options open. And you know what I haven't seen? I haven't seen the document he signed to be a minority owner with the Raiders, nor have I seen where the owners of the NFL are going to vote and decide, and is, that's not on a docket somewhere, where they're going to decide whether or not that's approved by them. So until or unless you know that occurs, number one, he's a complete free agent. He could sign with any of the 32 teams, right? Mm-hmm. So... If he does become a minority owner, my understanding is that he could only play for the Raiders, and then it would, would they'd have to require more approval. And I don't know necessarily why any of the owners would do that, um, but that's sort of where it sits right now. So, you know, I I will say this: I'll bet you that right about now, and in the next week or so, as in fact, I think tomorrow, or as you hear this podcast today. Um, training camps are opening in a lot of the a lot of the NFL cities. Uh, the Bucks go to camp. I think they're reporting days. Rookies next, report next Monday Tuesday. the twenty fourth. The vets the twenty fifth on Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. Uh, I think it was our first access. So we're you know T minus less than one week away from that. That's when it's going to hit him. When he starts seeing the video, if he's somewhere where he watches and not on, jumping off somebody's yacht somewhere, but when he starts. Just just his body clock, right? Think about this. Like for, you know, for, what was it, 23 years? 
23 years this time every fall, and even going back before that with college football, with, with youth football, all that, high school, this is the time of year where your body starts to go, I'm supposed to be playing. And and that happens with every athlete. I saw where Derek Brooks tweeted out something the other day about that, like, hey, I'm starting to get twitches. That happened to me. I stopped playing college baseball. Like, it got to the next spring, and I was like, my body was ready to play baseball, and there was no games left. So I'll be interested to see how difficult it'll be for him to sit on himself and and not, like, how will he approach this? Will he watch it? Um, will it be too difficult to watch? Uh, will he be preparing for his next job, presumably a year from now, to broadcast games for Fox? Like, I wonder how that's going to go, you know? Or will he stay ready? Will he, will he throw workout on a t- on occasion? He looks great. I'm told he's still on a TV 12 diet. He's still in great shape, going to a lot of parties. <laughs> I don't know, dancing with Kim Kardashian. I don't know what's going on there, but um, yeah, I think that's that's going to be. So I would. I am one that will never, like I don't think you ever say. I don't never say never with Tom Brady until a whole football season elapses and postseason, by the way, because. Until or unless he's out of the picture as a free agent, any team that's a contender that has a quarterback issue is going to have his number or Don Yee's number anyway, his agent, and they're going to make that phone call, and that'll 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 tell the test. Because like he said when he retired this last time, and this time it's for real, and he came back and said, "No, it's for really real." Um, you know, he also has acknowledged that he knows he can play, like he knows he can still do it, and that's going to be the hardest thing because usually when you retire. You know, you absolutely, you know, you've given all you have. You're Peyton Manning or something like that. You just have anything left. Tom Brady did, and it's going to be tough for him. But, um, yeah, when I saw when I saw those headlines, I was in Hawaii, I think, uh, and I, I on the way back, and I was like, wait a minute, I better listen to this podcast. And so I did. And and, and really, it was sort of a, a half-hearted uh, acknowledgement of, you know, they were talking about what had occurred the last three years and how special it had been and, and sort of like Richard was like, yeah, you know, they're probably still in contact with Tom. And you know what? Jason Light, who's forged a really good relationship, probably is. On some level, they're probably exchanging texts or how you doing or how's it going. And, you know, you always keep those avenues open. He should be doing that. Sure. I mean, that's his job, but it's mm-hmm. the greatest quarterback of all time. Right. He played for you for three years. Yeah, you should be. If he's going to come back you want him to at least have the conversation with you. And, you know, I know this is probably not his mindset, but like I said, he's one that leaves all avenues open. He always will. And I mean, all, I mean, in business too, like, you know, he's all about opportunity and you can't imagine the stuff that probably comes across, you know, Donnie's table or the people that represent him. Uh, he's has so many companies and interest and things like that, but opportunity is what he's about. He would be the one guy of all quarterbacks. And there's been others. I remember years ago, you know, Vinny Testaverde played 20 seasons. And they were late in the season. And I think the last team he played for were like the Carolina Panthers, right? And he played, you know. Um, I can remember Josh Freeman playing a game for the Colts when when he was pretty much done, even though he was still a young player. Um, But he is the one guy, of all guys, not just because of what he's done, but because you know he would be able to do it, that if you – you know, if you were the 49ers and Trey Lance and Brock Purdy both got hurt and you got, you're in the postseason or you're going into the last couple of weeks, or you're the Miami Dolphins in particular where he lives, if Tua goes down again, 
I mean, he he could do it. Like he's the one guy that could come in there within short order and know enough and probably be, you know, the most prepared guy in that situation simply because of all that he's seen. I'm not saying it'd be easy or they look great, but I think he could do it. So, you know, if if there's one more act, it would be about winning a Super Bowl. And if you could pick the right situation, it would just have to be perfect, right? Well, we saw players in New England do this for years. Remember, they would take Junior Seau for a couple of games in New England, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, different guys would pop in and play half a season or a third of a season. Eric you know, Weddle that, came back for just the playoffs. Eric Weddle, yeah, and then beat Brady uh, when he was with the Rams. In fact, in that game that Brady lost, that we brought him back and they they lost, uh, you know, on, on the field goal uh, after they had won the Super Bowl the year after. Eric Weddle was on the field that day. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of, of players that have done that, and maybe not so many at the quarterback position, but there you go. You know, there there's there's the one call that everybody's going to have um, if if they're a contending team that needs a quarterback. So we'll see. But I I'm just I'm never going to rule him out simply because I got to see him go through an entire year, and the fact that he took a gap year between. And I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I think it's probably a good idea because there's so much adjustment with his personal life and his kids and all that. But the fact that he didn't jump right into broadcasting and be committed to something every weekend, that allows this to occur or the possibility of it to occur. So we'd have to get through this year before I'll go, okay, yeah, now now we know we've, we've seen the last of Tom Brady on a football field. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. All right, well, uh, hey, we're not going anywhere for a while, maybe 11 months or so for me in the case, maybe. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow. The Tampa Bay Rays are going to wrap up their series against the Rangers, see if they get one of those games and come back in a 500 road trip. That game uh, in the afternoon, 2 p.m. on your TV dial. And uh, how about some mailbag questions, man? you got to have some. We've been gone for a little bit. So you can always submit those to us on Twitter at SportsDayTB. Reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud. Or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. It's good to be back. And we'll be back tomorrow as well. Until then, for Steve Burstink, I'm Rick Stroud the Tampa Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.